Okay, so yesterday we explained what the seven midas are in general, the seven uh, character traits within a human being. And today we're going to go further back into the subcategories of the seven spheres. Yesterday we learned about chesed, remember? Chesed, Gura, Teferes. And uh, now we're going to learn the subcategories. We did a uh, few of the subcategories of chesed, just briefly. Chesed within chesed means not only are you, um, do you have kindness inside your heart, but that you project love towards the one you love. Gvurash uh, chesed means because you love someone, therefore you hate those who hate your friend. Means you do kindness in a beautiful way, which means you direct your resources to because you of who you love, you you love Hashem. So therefore, you do kindness with your resources in a way that brings beauty. For example, you build a school, you build a mikvah, you build a shul, you you uh, do something that that's that's beneficial and beautiful. You do something, something beautiful with your kindness. Netzach was the last one we did yesterday. Natsach is the ability to overcome all obstacles to do kindness. Now let's continue with Hod. We're on page 180, about half a line way down the, down the page. Page 180, the words are Hod Shebechesed. means you love someone so much that you put yourself in danger to save the one you love. Netzach as opposed to Hoyt in this context means, Netzach means, I will give the kindness to whoever it is, and I will not be affected by whatever inhibitions I have. I'm going to do this. I'm going to overcome myself, come whatever challenges I have. Hoyt is vis-a-vis the world around me. I am going to do this even if I put my life in danger. The um, the unique quality of both Netzach and Hoyt in the world is that they are, um, yesterday, they're compared to, to the testicles, and therefore they are uh, they are about bringing something down to fruition. So there is the desire, there is the excitement, but then there is what actually happens. And Netzach and Hoyt, they are, they are how chesed, encounters the adversary of your inner inhibitions not to do chesed, the world around you start trying to stop you to do chesed. So hoid means to submit yourself. I'm going to do this chesed whether I live or not. I'm going to save my friend whether I live or not. Uh, the Zohar says that we have a similar phenomenon. We have a similar phenomenon in Moshe Rabbeinu. It says, it says about Moshe Rabbeinu. The Moshe Rabbeinu loved Hashem like a child loves his father. Like a child who loves his father and mother. The, the, the Zohar says that he puts his life in danger to save the one he loves. In a similar way, Yid has such a love for Hashem that he's ready to give his life away for the sake of his love for Hashem. That's Hoyt. Yisoyit Shavachasad is bonding. This is the tremendous bond between the one who loves to the one who he loves. I learned yesterday the analogy of the father and child, they're learning together. It's possible that the father is learning with the child and the child is getting the same information, but the father is not bonding with him. And if he bonds with him, as we learned yesterday, as Ayah shared from the story of Gemara with Rav Preda, Rav Preda was busy and he 
he was sharing the same information 400 times and his student didn't get it because he, was, he, was, he wasn't bonding with the student. So that's just bonding uh, in general. means the reason you're bonding, you're motivated to bond is because you love. Because you love, it's, it's not about the thing that you're doing. It's about what's behind what you're doing. You can do the same exact thing, but you're not bonding with the person that you're that you are connect that you are um, interacting with. You say this about the bonding element that, that, that there's a concentration and a care from the father's uh, side in this analogy to give something to his son. You you could tell someone some looks you in the eyes. Someone someone uh, um, could say the same exact thing, but they're not bonding with you they're not they're not that really connecting with you it's it's an intangible it's not something that that you could quantify whether there's your side there or not but it's but boy is it felt there is a huge difference you feel in the, in the recipient of the kindness or the person's bonding with you or you just it it, it may express itself in the mouthless we'll see what mouthless is in a second mouthless is the actual words the person uses or the things the person does but even if it doesn't, even if the person uses the same words, Abbe Heller, he was the head of our Kolo and Kron Heights, used to tell us, a father could tell the right words to his, to his students, to his, to his children, rather, but he might use the wrong tune. So the right words, the wrong tune. With the wrong tune, you can kill the child. A kid comes home from school. He says, uh, look what I made, Dad, look what I made. Dad could say, very nice. <laughs> right? He said, very nice. May I look the child in the eye also. But you could say, very nice. You know, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. And it may be the same words also, not the same. I, I said that said in a different pitch, different, different uh, def- decibel. But imagine if it's the same decibel and it's even the same tone, but it also the child can feel whether or not the father is really present. In that. And that's where you say it comes in. Yes, sir. Okay, so what's the point? Of, I think you're telling us. What, what's the point of that? We're, we're going to d- discover how there is a, something of this in regards to our relationship with Hashem. And, okay. and also, we're also discover how we have a similar phenomenon in our animal soul. And we have to try to transform the animal elements within ourselves towards a godly soul. So we have, two, we have three personas in us. We have the intellectual soul, the godly soul, and the animal soul. And we'll see that the godly soul tries to communicate with the, with the in, in, in animal soul through the intellectual soul to harness and to change to affect the animals. So, the um, scenario. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All these seven midas complete the mid of chesed. So too with all the other six midas, they are perfected with their subcategories of the other seven midas. So chesed has seven, gura has seven, etc. Kitzer, in short, in chapter two, what we've learned is as follows. We explained how the Omer offering was from moist barley that had been dried by fire and parched by fire. And the Torah says to take a measurement of an Isarin and to put it through 13 sieves. And after you put it through these 13 sieves, then you must, and you offer the sacrifice, uh, you're now able to give the best of the barley through the through sifting it again and again through these 13 sieves. 
And after you do that, then you have to count for seven weeks. Each of the seven character traits for seven weeks. Each character trait has to be perfected in its completion. Chesed is about love. Chesed chesed. Chesed within chesed is avagluya. That's where there's an open and clear love, expression of love. Not just you have chesed, but it's revealed. Gvurashabachesed means you hate someone who loves your friend. You hate someone, sorry, who hates your friend. That's Gvurashabachesed. You're full of chesed, but your expression is Gvura. You're full of hatred because this person hates your friend. And there's doing chesed in a beautiful way, meaning to strengthen something spiritual. You want to use your chesed out in a beautiful way. Netzach is about not reckoning with obstacles. And Hoyd is not just about not reckoning with obstacles. Hoyd is about, it's more positive. It's to fight to save the one you love. Well, it depends on the scenario. Let's say uh, there's someone who is uh, you love is being shamed, right? So you you stand up for them and you don't let, let them be bullied around. Let's say someone you love is being beaten up. No. Right. Well, it depends. The Torah says, "Don't answer a foolish person with foolishness. Eh. Don't answer a fool in his foolishness, because sometimes getting into the thick of it makes things worse." But the point is that you will do what it takes to protect the person that you love, even though you may throw yourself under the bus by doing that. But that's that's the meaning of, of uh, fighting for the one you love. Okay? If, 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 uh, a couple of weeks ago, in one of the, uh, the sessions after the faculty uh, service, they talked about there's a trial between intellect and being a martyr, and it creates a triangle. The, I thought there was a paradigm, but yeah. Um, it, 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 there is intellect and emotions and action that are related to each other, but I'm not sure if this is related to this. Let's go further. You search for chesed, you search is a skasher semoev, bonding with you when you love machos of chesed, hadiburim shochibam. Malchos of chesed is we're actually saying the words of love. Because you love, you actually say, you actually communicate. Till you get to Malchus, till you get to the last sphere, we're not talking about anything practical. We're just talking about the way it is within you. Teferish for example, is about you want to direct your resources towards something beautiful. We don't actually do it. Malchus is to actually do it. Natsach is to overcome the obstacles within yourself. It's about to overcome the obstacles without, the obstacles around you, that you really want to go all the way and you're really going to do this. Teferish is where you're bonding with your plan and you're you're going to stick to it. You're not going to. You, you're really focused on it. And machos is where you actually implement and do something. that's actually something in your words and your actions that expresses this 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 uh, this chesed. So that's chapter two. Now let's go to chapter three, and we're going to see what the playing field is. What what the interaction is exactly between the godly soul and the animal soul. What's the animal soul naturally? What's a godly soul, and how do they communicate? All of the character traits that we are talking about are human. Next page, a person has both intellect and feelings. That is what distinguishes a human being from an animal that we also have intellect. Although an animal has them too, an animal also has intellect and feelings. 
There are two differences between the human's intellect and feelings and the animal's intellect and emotions. As we discussed outside earlier in the Mimer, a human being is predominantly his intelligence. His feelings are governed and according to his intelligence. Animals are primarily their feelings and their intellect is only relevant to their feelings. That's the first difference. Are you starting with emotion and that's your center of gravity and you're using your mind to get what you want? Or are you starting with what's going on in the first place? And let's, let's uh, figure this out. Like, you know, a child argues with his parents about what to do and what not to do. And the parents can often get, make a mistake and get into to, uh, an argument with the child. They say, hey, uh, you should go to bed now. Why, need, why should I go to bed now? Because you have to get up early tomorrow to go to school. The child will never accept that it wants to stay up. doesn't matter what the logic is. It's not like, oh, the parents are going to discover some amazing reason that the child hasn't thought of. And the child becomes, you know, psh, wow, I should go to bed. Really, I'm running right now. I better get my pajamas and I got to get for school tomorrow. It has never happened. The reason it doesn't happen is because the, the, the discussion of the child from the parent's perspective is logical. But from the child's perspective, it's not logical. I want to go. To, I want to stay up. Let's well, if there's a field trip the next day, normally they will. Um, it depends which child. Uh, my children, they couldn't fall asleep when, when, when there's a big trip the next day. They, they, they're so excited. They just you know, they, 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 they can't fall asleep. So there, there is, um, there is uh, in general, though, a male Tzibolosholm used to say Zev, that the animal soul will never say to you, go to sleep tonight to get up early tomorrow to do a taiva. The animal soul wants something, he wants it now in general. There are... Uh, there are, there are, there are, we have intelligence too, and therefore we, we, we can govern our feelings. But in general, the animal soul wants things and wants them now. Given to the animal soul? So, he's saying, that, for example, that that you need uh, if we wouldn't be coffee by the class, for example, right? If, if we if we would have donuts in addition to the coffee, we'd have more attendees to the class, right? So, <laughs> so, so uh, and uh, especially if uh, they're uh, right donuts. So anyways, so, uh, so 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 what does that say? That says it doesn't that mean you should give into your animal soul? Doesn't that mean you should? So so it doesn't mean you should give into your animal soul, uh, Rabbi. What it means is, is that uh, you have to also uh, use what works for you to get the job done. But it doesn't mean that you're giving in. On the contrary, you are, you're the guy who's going to come on, on Monday morning with the whole thing of donuts to help us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're using... The Baal Shem Tif says the reason why Hashem gave us the mitzvah to eat on Yantif yeah. is because the Neshama can't really enjoy the Yantif without the food. Why can't the Neshama enjoy the Yantif without the food? Enjoy the Davide, enjoy the Teda. Well, but since the Neshama is housed in a body and animal soul, so how is the Neshama going to enjoy the Yantif when the animal soul is, is sad? So therefore, Hashem gives us a mitzvah and tells us you have to eat on Yantif as well. You have to eat, you have to enjoy on Yantif. The analogy that Shandav gives is, is a child goes uh, sent by his father to a faraway land and he gets a letter from his father 
and he wants to celebrate the letter he gets from his father. But who in the, in the island understands the child of the king sent to a faraway land? And the king sends a letter to his child. And he wants to celebrate. I got a message from my dad. Who's going to celebrate with? No one understands the, the greatness of getting a letter from his dad. So he goes to a bar and he says, happy hour on me. And all everyone in the bar is like, wow, happy hour. What's the happy hour about? He's like, I got a letter from my dad. Oh, wow, you got a letter from his dad. Who's that? Who's your dad? So he, he's able to, to create an environment of, of uh, happiness by making the happy hour. They're happy about their, their beer and their whiskey. He's happy about the letter he got from his father. But he couldn't have really rejoiced properly without creating the environment as well. So he created his own world by unrelated to the people in the bar uh, who know nothing about his father. He created, he wanted to celebrate him at a different paradigm. He, he wanted to have a complete celebration that not just he's dancing himself, but there's an atmosphere of celebration. So in a similar way, Hashem tells us in Yantiv to eat on Yantiv, to celebrate with your body on Yantiv. But that doesn't mean Hashem is telling us to succumb to the needs of the body. Hashem is telling us that he wants us to have a total, Judaism is holistic. Hashem is telling us he wants us to, ha- to bring in our whole persona into our, into our celebration. He's not telling us to, to, um, to, to uh, compromise the spiritual celebration for the sake of a physical one. Hashem is telling us to expand the, cel- the spiritual celebration to the physical as well. Is that the difference? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Without the chicken soup, like well, you know, it's 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 you're supposed the chont, whatever. What, right. So so, but I just want to point out though, we're not saying that, that and that those analogies, all that we're discussing, it doesn't mean you're giving in to the needs of the body. The contrary, what you're doing is is that you are. Hashem tells you He wants you to also advertise and harness the body's natural tendencies to make the experience. Holistic, that the whole the whole person is submerged and it's it's immersive experience. Um, the Abishters put our soul into our body and marry them together because Hashem wants us to impact our body and animal soul. It says in a yom yom, for example, it says in a yom yom that there are seven things we can learn from a thief. Seven things learned from the, the thieves have, although I've been speaking down about thieves this whole week, right? This is not intellectual. But it says in a yom yom, there's a lot of good, great qualities that it's about a thief. For example, a, a thief says, if I haven't succeeded now, try, try again, right? That is a, sort of a, a thief puts his life in danger to, to accomplish what he wants to do. A thief has a lot of dedication. So a yom yom says, so too, a person has to use out their nature in their service of Hashem. If you are naturally good at something, you're naturally have an aptitude for something, so you have to set yourself up for success. You have to make things that you, you have an actual aptitude for and use those natural character traits. There are things you've got to change your animal soul and things you're not ready to change. Things aren't ready to change. So you have to, you have to decide what's going to work best for you based upon your Nishama's perspective. Where are you up to? So, but that's not about giving into the body. That's about, about knowing who you are and what Hashem wants you to do right now in order to, to uh, be the best person a servant of Hashem that you can at, the, at the, where, with what you're up to and, and, and who you are. But we're talking about in the Mimer more about affecting inner change so that you're actually looking, not just working in the business, but working on the business. They're, they're actually changing what you are into in the first place. That, 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 that are things that you were into yesterday that you're not into today. But, but, let's, but we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's, let's go a little further. Oh, it's almost time to start davening. Um, let's just do the second difference between between animals, uh, the animalistic um, intellect and feelings, and the human intellect and feelings. So, uh, I'm 
Okay. 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 Uh, 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 this, I don't know if you meant to quote this, but the previous service says this. He says, uh, he says, uh, he said that a, a thief is not just someone who knows how to steal, someone actually steals. A lamdan, someone who knows how to learn Torah, is only considered a lamdan if they actually know Torah, not if they're able to learn Torah. So he's just pointing out we actually, actually got to do stuff, not just not not just uh, theorize about. It. Okay, Chiluk Noisef, the Friedrich Rebbe. Chiluk Noisef ben Nasech Hamidus Shabbat and Balachaim who Shasech Hamidus Shabbat Balachaim in Aktivim. Another distinction between the intellect and feelings of, of an animal versus the intellect and feelings of a human being is that an in, animal's intellect and feelings are only natural. By a human being, his intellect and feelings are, are, are intellect-based. But by a Jew, his intellect and feelings are not just intellectual, they are godly. Just briefly, let's, let's talk about the difference between the animal's intellect and feelings, a human being's intellect and feelings, and a Jew's intellect and feelings. Very, very briefly. <laughs> An animal's intellect and feelings are start with... The, the, you know, you just if you go down to Star Juice and you buy a juice, you can have it ask you what's the base for the juice? What's the base? You want to have a almond base, almond milk base, you want to have an orange juice base, and then you can build the drink around that. Just because you aren't order an orange mango drink doesn't mean you don't want a mil- almond base. Uh, but you probably I definitely wouldn't suggest that. Either way, um, in a similar way, we all have, we have intellect and feelings, but what's the base? What's the what's the what's the atmosphere? That the intellect and feelings are 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 being are being directed by an animal. It starts with what I want, and the intellect is about what I want. A human being is able to begin the conversation with what's the right thing to do. But even but the the human being is able to say what is really what's what's valuable here. Let me let me leave myself out, outside for a second. Let me let's be objective. What's the right thing here? You're able to do that to a certain extent, not fully because because a human being has a sense of self-worth. And therefore, even when we try to be absolutely objective, we're still not completely objective because we have this sense of self that, that, that begins the conversation. As a Torah says, that bribery blinds the eyes of the wise. When you are bribed for something, when you want something because it's good for you, you justify it. So even intellectual uh, pursuit of human being is, is somewhat limited. But let's assume that you're able to com- be completely objective and actually look at things through a real window of, 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 of the intellect and, and to figure out what the situation is, you're still starting with your intellect. You're still starting with, with, the, uh, with, with your mind. Still starting with the physical. The godly soul goes beneath the physical. The godly soul goes to the source of it all. Let's, let's talk about film for a second. Let's talk about the animal soul, the intellectual soul, and the godly soul, both all putting on film. We're all going to do this in a second. And we, all, we have three different layers of our persona that hopefully are, are engaged. It would be great if our animal soul felt that film is something beneficial for me. It's something which helps me. I put on film, and this gives me, gives me God's blessing. I tie myself to God. This is a great way to start my day. That's, that's a good thing. That, that Hopefully, the animal part of us thinks that. Then there's intel- the animalistic part of it, which is selfish. It says the tune is good for me, right? 
Then there is then there is the intellectual analysis of what tefillin is and trying to go a little higher. It says when you put on tefillin, you're supposed to dedicate your heart and mind to serve Hashem. It's not just about what you get out of the tefillin. Tefillin's supposed to make you a better servant of Hashem. It's supposed to use a tefillin. You put on tefillin, you're supposed to be like a Hashem soldier. And you're saying to Hashem, I'm giving you my heart, I'm giving you my mind, I'm into you. I'm doing what you want, Hashem. That's, that's the second layer of tefillin. You're trying to really look deeper what the tefillin is. Say, what is this really about? What is, what, what's the mitzvah really about? Try to, try, try to, try to figure, what is this mitzvah about? And then there's an Hashemah. The, the intellectual soul can go as far as saying, my hand is here to put on film. The godly soul goes a step further. The godly soul says, why do I have a hand? The, 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 the intellectual soul says, if I have a hand, God gave me this hand to put on film. That's as far as the intellectual soul goes. The godly soul says, all oh, there is is Hashem. Oh, Hashem gave me a hand. What's a hand for? In other words, there's no hand there to begin with. The Gali Soul's perspective, different starting point. All there is is Hashem. And therefore, there, is, there, there shouldn't be, uh, what does Hashem want? What, what's, what's going on in Hashem's world? Ah, Hashem gave me a hand. Hashem gave me a mitzvah film. The, the, the starting point is that there's an Eibishter, and the Eibishter has a mitzvah film. It's not just about how this will help me spiritually, or how this, how, how this will help me physically, or what the benefit of this is in the rest of my day. It's that there is Hashem as intent in creation. Open the Siddur. What is the first page of the Siddur? The cover, the title page of the Siddur. What does it say? Tehillah Hashem. It's a praise of God. Yeah, that's the Neshama's title for the Siddur. The Neshama's title for the Siddur. This is about Hashem. What's my title for the Siddur? This is something which will hopefully help me throughout my day and God will answer my prayers. My title is, this is, this is, about, this, this is my self-help book. <laughs> that might be the title of how my animal soul addresses what a Siddur is. My intellectual soul says this is something which is a very positive and worthy pursuit. This is something which is a, 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 a uh, valuable. The Gali soul says, this is, this is the Eivishter. This is the truth. This, the Gali soul says, oh, there is, this is Hashem's intent. The Gali soul begins with, 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 with the, the only truth is Hashem and everything else is a, is a question. We'll get into the next class, Mr. Hashem. I, I, I know it's too... too, too uh, okay. All right, have a great day. Good day. Good Shabbos. Yonatan Shabbos Beryl. And the questions?